Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. First on the line, we are going to speak to four-star general and former vice chief of staff of the United States Army and Presidential Medal of Freedom recipient. And he's also a national security analyst, General Jack Keane. Thank you so much, sir, on this Veterans Day for your service. And today we are celebrating Veterans Day. And uh, so the first thing in hand, I'd like to ask the general about Veterans Day and, and how our armed forces are doing. General? Well, listen, our armed forces have challenges uh, that are pretty significant. Uh, We see the regression that Russia is taking on Ukraine, and we're helping to uh, provide the equipment to the Ukrainians. We've got the 18th Airborne Corps headquarters deployed in Poland. We've increased the troop deployment to Europe by 20,000. We've got aggression taking place in the Middle East by Iran. They've already fired missiles at one of our bases inside of Iraq, and we think there may be more coming. Um, That's the reality of what they're facing. And certainly the thing that we're most concerned about, uh, John, is is China and Taiwan. And certainly we're increasing the armament to Taiwan, and we've got our troops over there uh, training them as well. Uh, President C. the other day said that— uh, President Xi the other day, he uh, he uh, said to his people, prepare for war. I mean, is that a usual thing he does or uh, just to rile up the troops or is he serious? Well, I, he's serious. and But to be frank about it, that's what we tell our troops. Uh, every single day, our troops are preparing for the reality they may have to go to war. That's what they do. And it's not surprising he's telling his, thing, his troops that. What is different about President Xi is that he has said time and time again, and he just said it, John, as a result of the uh, 20th Party Congress uh, ending uh, over a week ago, that uh, they intend to take take Taiwan by force if that's necessary, and the Taiwanese are not going to capitulate. So that is a path that certainly he has put his military on, and that gives us great concern, to be sure. And the other thing my concern is, and you are a uh, a soldier from when our, our forces were the strongest ever, and hopefully they stay the strongest, uh, that uh, there was concerns that there's too much of a woke culture going on in our militaries, and we're supposed to be fighting some real bad guys, and if we're sending woke culture people to fight them, are we in deep crap? I don't buy into that. I, I, I've seen our troops up close. I understand what they're doing. I commanded Fort Bragg that had all of our airborne troops and special operation forces. I can tell you what they're involved in every day is preparing for war. It's got nothing to do with this nonsense about woke culture. And that's just the reality of it. If you talk to what the, what's actually going on on the ground, I think what we have, the military is under attack. We got the far left attacking it for being uh, white supremacist and being racist. And we've, we've got the far right attacking them for uh, a woke culture. Neither one of those is true, to be quite frank about it. What these guys are doing, without all the munitions they should have, without all the equipment they should have, and being outgunned and outmanned by the Chinese, whether it's ships, airplanes, ground forces, missiles, you name it, except for submarines, they're outgunning us, outmanning us. They're preparing for that war and working hard at it. I am so happy. General, I am so happy to hear it from from an honest guy like you that's been in the military. How many years were you? 30-something? 
37 and a half, uh, and still engaged with NASA security and foreign policy and certainly with the military itself. I never thought I would be that much involved after I retired, but uh, I am. And I'm, I'm motivated and focused on protecting America's interests and protecting the American people. That's, that's, that's where I'm coming from. General, good men never retire. We're always there for our country. Uh, I I really appreciate on this Veterans Day the 1% that stand up, take an oath, and are willing to protect the 99% of the American people. And and thank God we live in a country that sets three days apart every year, Memorial Day, Armed Forces Day, and here Veterans Day, to make certain that the country remembers who is willing to make sacrifices for them. General, we have a few minutes left. Tell us, you tell us what you want to tell. We have a million listeners listening right now. Tell us what you like to tell uh, all Americans. Well, I, the thing that concerns me the most uh, is the fact that China is China has more missiles, more airplanes, more ships, and the quality of their technology is outpacing ours. We have an erosion of our military deterrence, something that we enjoyed against the Soviet Union for 40 years, and therefore they never, ever took the step to conduct a conventional war against us because of that. This has eroded with the Chinese because of the 9-11 wars and the Obama administration's cuts of the Defense Department for eight years. So we are behind. And the fact is, we have active duty admiral as recently as this week uh, indicate that we have lost our deterrence against the Chinese and we're heading to a potential conflict. And any of us who have looked at this over the last four or five years knows full well we could lose that conflict. And that's what that admiral is saying. That's what many people like myself have been saying. But the president of the United States and his administration is not talking about that. They're not going to the American people and saying, we have a potential problem here. And we're going to have to up the Defense Department budget above inflation. And they have not done that. It's sitting right there at inflation level. So it's flatlined. And that makes no sense given the threat that we are facing. And there needs to be a sense of urgency to get after this thing. The Chinese are serious here. What we don't want to do, John, is provide them the incentive to attack Taiwan and therefore have a war in the Pacific because they believe that the United States is so weak that it's not going to be able to respond adequately. We, we've got to remove that and make certain that they look at us And we upgun ourselves and they see a significant deterrence, which would impose cost on them and deters them from taking that move, much as we had done so successfully for 40 years with the Soviet Union. That is my message. We have to move with a sense of urgency to fix this. This administration is not standing up telling the American people the seriousness of the problem. And here's what we need to do to fix it. Well... General, thank you so much for what you've done for America and continue to speak out for America. I'm concerned about uh, Taiwan, and I think under the, uh, the, the current circumstances, it's a matter of time. I think my personal opinion is they're giving us enough time to rebuild ships in America because they don't want to destroy us completely before they take over Taiwan. Yeah. Thank you. Well, we'll see. God well, bless. It's good talking to you, John, and your audience. 
God bless America. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.